Halleluja. Is het niet lekker om in die huis van die Heere te wees so goed? Het is fijn zo betaal. Good morning, family. Um, let's just pray quickly. Father, this morning we thank you. We honor you and we appreciate you, Lord, for all you do for us. Thank you, Father God, that you are always mindful of us, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that you love us unconditionally, Father. And this morning, Father, I pray that you touch my lips, Lord Jesus. Let me speak, Father, as of the oracles of God, Father. Let me explain, Lord, the way you want me to explain it this morning, Father. Touch my lips, Father. Touch the hearts of your people this morning. Make it open, receptive, and hungry for the word of God. We give you all the praise this morning. We give you all the honor in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? This morning, mom and dad, I want to thank you for this opportunity. I do not take this platform lightly. This is hard work. To stand here is hard work. And I thank you, Oma. Thank you for allowing me to speak to the bride of Christ this morning. I think God's going to bless us this morning. I think God has a word for the church this morning. He has something that he laid on my heart, um, which he wants me to to teach this morning, you know, to teach this morning. I'm, I'm not the one that will hype you up like Pastor Ryan. I don't have that grace, <laughs> you know. I don't have that grace to keep you standing. But I will, I will let it sink in this morning. I will let it sink in. I will let it sink in this morning. So this morning, you know the Lord... It's so nice to have a journey that, that you have fellowship with God. You know, that deep, that intimate place with God. And you know, in this difficult time that we are facing, you know, 2020 was a tough year for us. We are actually seeing the Bible, you know, revealing itself to us, becoming more, more real to us now. So, you know, in preparation of all this, I was like, you know, I'm that guy that, ik wil goed wit man. Ik wil Ima moet van my, ek wil sê, jyre, wees my man. Hoe, Lord, show me wat gaat aan. En in die, soek, soek, soek ek vir die jyre, soek ek, jyre, wees my, waar staan dit in die Bijbel? Ek kan dit aan die sien, jyre, I can't see it. En die jyre my stil kom haak. En die title vir oogend van my message is, Facing, Facing the Future. Facing the future. Facing the future. The, the thing with God is, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's certain things that God, you know, allow us to hear and then there's certain things that God just don't. It's just not for our ears to know. It's not for us to know. And we must, we must remain with that, that it's not for our ears to know. It's the secret things of God. So I want us, uh, uh, Brother Chris, if you can just move the next slide for me. I try to prepare something. You know, throughout human history, man has always desired to know what the future holds. You know, because if you can know what's going on, what's going to happen in the future, you can better prepare yourself for the future. So there's always a desire for men to know what is going on in the future. Now, 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 there is three sources 
three sources of information that people has used over the ages to give you, to, 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 to get information from the future. So the first thing that, that people use, the first source was the ways of astrology. You know, people were looking at these signs, they were looking at the stars, they were looking at the planets, they were, they were directing themselves with that, they could, they could work out the time and all of that with astrology. And then there's people that went to the oracles, you know, the, the people that, that, that when, I, when I see the oracle, it's the people that can foresee, you know, they, 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 they went to people like that to find out, you understand? They want to know, they want to know certain things. You know, and then there is, how can I say, fortune telling. You know, people go to fortune tellers uh, to read the palms, all of these wicked things. You know, people do to because they want to see the future. You know, when, when I prepare this, you know, God said to me, Kurt, when you worry, future. Even the disciples, they asked God, God, how's it going to be in the end? They wanted to know what is going to happen, how's it going to happen, what is, what is God going to do, how's he going to do it? Why do we want to know how God's going to do it? Why do we want to know how God is going to do it? Let's move to the second. The, the, the second source is scientific studies. You know, all these scientists, all these economists, all these social, what's the word, sociologists that, 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 that have studied people, you know, they, they want to figure out how's the, how the human is going to work, how, how's the, the, how, how can we estimate the future, how can we estimate things, which is secret things to God. You know, but people want to know, we all have that inner desire to know, hey, how can I do it? How can I my last asam eat blas? How can I make, we all have that hungering for that, om te wil weet, om te wil weet, okay. Come on, now scientific studies, let me know, the ape, from the ape, is just now a man. This is the things, because they, they can't fathom the greatness of God. They can't fathom how awesome, how powerful God is. It, it blows our mind every day. Every day that I sit and study, I just see, Lord, yes, I can so man. So more I Bible learn and study, so minner feel it for me. Weet ek when I study diepte van God as in die woord van die Heere. So ons gaan na die derde source toe. Wat is die Bible? Die Bible. Kom ons lees gewoon wat God sê in Isaiah 44, 6 to 8. This is what the Lord says. Israel, King and Redeemer, the Lord Almighty. I am the first and I am the last. Brother Chris, can I ask you to, to just, just put it for me in one then I'll, I'll read it, I'll read it. Okay, it's difficult to read, but let me, let me, let me read it for you, okay? This is, what the Lord, this is what the Lord says, Israel King, Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord Almighty, I am the first and I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. 
Let him declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come. Yes, let them foretell what will come. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witness. Is there any God besides me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. Isn't that a powerful scripture? That is telling, God is telling us that I know everything. There's nothing the the fortune tellers can tell you. There's nothing that they can say to you. I know it. They don't know it. You know, their ways, their ways will disappoint you. The information that they give you, maybe uh, the information is not even correct that they are giving to, but you following after that information. You following after that path that that person has, has told you you must go into. Let's read another scripture. Isaiah 44, 24, and 26. This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord, the maker of all things, who stretches out the heavens, who spreads out the earth by myself, who foils the signs of false prophets and makes fools of the diviner, who overthrows the learning of the wise and turns it into nonsense. Who carries out the words of his servants and fulfills the predictions of his messengers? Who says of Jerusalem, it shall be inhabited? The towns of Judah, they shall rebuild and of their ruins, I will restore them. You know, God is saying in the scripture that he is the one that can foretell. He is the, the Bible is the only thing that can foretell the future. That can foretell what is going to happen. That can foretell what we should and should not do. So let's go to another, uh, we're going to read today because I love reading the Bible. The Bible is powerful. Uh, Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please this is what God says I will do all that I please so this morning I want to tell you that the Bible is the light of this world why is God saying it's a light because we're going to face dark times the future what the future holds it's dark times it's terrible times but the Bible is the light unto our path. It is the lamp unto our foot. The Lord said to me, Kurt, I want you to stir a desire for the word of God in my people, in my sons and daughters, a love for the word of God, the deeper things of God. Let's go to the next slide. The Bible claims to predict the future with accuracy and authority. Authority. The Bible has a proven track record of correctness, of being correct. I want to make an example. 
in the Old Testament, we know that it is, it is before Christ. It's 4,000 BC, 2,000 BC. The Bible, the Old Testament has predicted the birth of Jesus, of, of a virgin womb. Isn't, wasn't that accurate? The Bible has predicted where he would be born in Bethlehem. The Bible has predicted the anointing of him, of the Holy Spirit. And there is 18 things that I found out that the Bible has predicted, which is actually 100% correct. The way it actually happened. The Bible has also predicted about Israel. That Israel, we as the Christian people, we should look to Israel because Israel is our sign for the future. What's going to what's happening in Israel gives us a direction in the word of God where we are in time with the word. Because we need to come. I don't think if we will ever get up to date with the word, but we need to know the signs and the times. We need to know in, the, in this wicked time that we are living in, we need to know what the word of God says. Where are we? As a church, as a family, in your spiritual life, in your quiet time. So the Bible has predicted Israel's conquest to the land of Canaan. The Bible has predicted the destruction of the temple. The Bible has uh, uh, um, predicted that Israel will be exiled. The Bible has also predicted that Israel will be spread all over the world. The Bible has predicted that they will come back again. And aren't they back again? They are back again. They are country now again. So the Bible is the only way. The Bible is the only book that can foretell the future. That holds the secrets to this future. So if you want to know things about yourself, if you want to know things about your business, if you want to know things about your family, it is written in the Bible. That's the only place where you will find it. It's in the Bible. Let's go to the next slide. Now, now how do we face the future? What should our attitude be in facing the future? When we look at this glass, I'm gonna let me just drink a little bit of water. My mind is dry now. Thank you. When we look at this glass, you know, you look at, you know, we drink a half When we look at this glass, there's two types of people that we get. You get the optimistic one and the pessimistic one. The optimistic one will say this glass is half full. You know, it's half full. The pessimistic one will say it's half empty. So you need to decide which one you are. Are you the one that will say it's half full? Or are you the one that will say it's half empty? So the, the way we look at the future, it must be of an op- optimistic view. You must be excited for the future. You, must, you, you know you must have a passion for the future, for what God holds for you, the purposes that God has for you. So you must, you know, you must have a, you must be optimistic to what you're doing, your, your walk with God, how you read the Bible, how you study, how you have quiet time with God. It must be optimistic. You must have a passion for it. Now the thing is, if the Bible has predicted half full correct, don't you think that it will, pre- pre- it will predict f- full correctness? Yeah. Up till today, 
the Bible has been half correct if we look at the past. Yeah. Let's say this gap is the future. Yeah. Don't you think that yeah. it will predict this accurately yes. and with authority? Yes. So the word of God, the word of God has been predicted correct. Yes. And I'm of the view that it's going to be correct for the next future again. Yes. It's going to be correct for the next future again. So, so, so just to give you a view of how, how we should think about the future. You know, how we should view the future. Now the thing is, there's two things with God. There's two things with God. There is the secret things. There's the secret things. And then there is the revealed things of God. The secret things God keeps to himself. Let's read Deuteronomy 29, 29. Let's just get it here quickly. Okay. It says, The secret things belongs to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may follow all the words of his law. So the secrets, so God says there's secret things that you don't need to know. But there's things that I've revealed to you which you need to know. You understand? So, so I'm gonna make it an example. I'm gonna make it an example. Let's look at let's look at X. X. Let's go to X1. Just want to show you something. I love the word of God. Let's look at X. X. Okay, I'm going to read X1, and then I'm going to read um, from verse 7. He said, from verse 7, He said to them, It is not for you to know the times and the dates the Father has set by His own authority. So that is a secret thing. It's not for you to know the time and the date that the Father has set out. Not even Jesus knows. Not even the Holy Spirit knows because they're all waiting on God, on God's instruction. You know, so there's, there's, there's secret things and then there's the revealed things. Now look at the revealed thing. I'm gonna, just the following, just the same, it's still in the same, but, but Acts 1, 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So there God has revealed something to us. But owns, owns blame the secret things. Owns bow fast on the secret things. But God has for us, God has revealed us to go. In the world, we have to go, Justin. We have to go, I don't know if we have to go, but we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. He revealed it already to us. So let us not be stuck with the secret things. But let us go to the things that God has revealed to us. You know that he has opened up to us. Pastor Tejo, you have that thing that God has revealed to you, man. I, nobody's going to change your mind, man. Let's follow that thing. Because that is the revealed thing that God has given to you. So, so what God wants us to do, los die Follow, follow what I gave you and run with it. You know, spread the gospel. your neighbor to go to your aunties, your uncles, tell them about Jesus. Be a witness of Jesus to the uttermost parts of the world. 
okay, let's go to the next one. The thing is, this, is what, this was very heavy what God said to me. Waiting for Jesus. We need to know that we are waiting for Jesus Christ and not for the Antichrist. Ons as christenen, ons wacht vir antichrist om te kom Ons wacht vir Jesus om te kom. We are waiting for Jesus to be revealed to us. We are, wait, we are waiting for that coming when it's going to come in the clouds. I'm expected because it has changed my mind. Now it's so big. Hey, what is the following? When will it come? When will it come? Die, wa- Ooh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the next is. It's going to focus on the wrong things. It's going to focus on the wrong things. It's going to focus on Jesus. And wait for him. Wait for the trumpet. I wait for the trumpet. Wait for the trumpet. Om te blaas. You know, dan gaan hij ons komen. Yes! So let's wait. Let's not wait for, 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 for the Antichrist. Let's wait for Jesus Christ. You know, you know, our business should not be to witness of the Antichrist. But it should be witnesses of Jesus Christ. Ik heb klaar gestudie achter die antichrist aan. Ik heb hem gaat zoeken naar Isaiah. Ik heb hem gaat zoeken. Ik heb verdedigd ook gestuurd. Maar misschien is hij naar Zaria. Ik heb moe gezoek voor hem. Because it is, it is a secret thing. It is not a revealed thing. Now the enemy wants to keep us busy with secret things. And, and we're not following after the revealed things that God has, has given to his sons and to his daughters. You know, 1 Thessalonians 1 says, waiting for the Son of God. We should be waiting in anticipation. I can hear the clock. Gaat ons die deurka opmaak, gaat ons by die huis wees, is die eerste vraag. So we need to wait on God. And I'm not talking about just, ek praat van die geestelike wait man. Ek praat van, I'm talking about the deep wait for God. You know that deep expectancy. Hey, he's going to come tomorrow. He's going to come. Hey, I'm waiting, Lord, I'm waiting. Die, die, die ander dag. Die ander dag, ek vraag vir die Heere. Ek vraag waar jy mooi vir die Heere. Heere, nog in my gevat. Vraag mooi vir die Heere. Heere, vat vir my ook jy moet toe, man. Vat vir my, is ook glimps, man. Net so'n glimps, gee my net so'n so'n klein stukkie, man. Ek study die jimmel nou al vir jare al, man. Ek sê, gee my net so'n stukkie, man. Vraag vir man, so lang study ek nou al die jimmel al. Ek weet al hoe die paie lyk, ek weet al al die mountains. Ek wil net so'n stukkie sien, man. Ek wak my, of vraag vir my vrou, as ek gaat slaap, as ek hier gaan vanaan wees. En nou wake up tomorrow, as ek hier, ek heb weer een slechte droom gehad. Slee af in die naam van Jesus. You know, the thing is, we, we need to wait for the deeper things of God. The secret, not the, the revealed things to, to us, you know. Uh, uh, Hebrews 9 says, bring salvation for those who are waiting for Jesus. He brings, you know, you must wait for Jesus. To actually, as, as Janie Dag had wees, wanneer die salvation kom nie. Remember, you've received salvation, but there will come a day when he will come to fetch us. The Bible says that in the twinkling of our eye, we will be transformed, you know, and we will be with him. Maar ons moet wacht en wees. 
ons moet elke dag wie ik of vandaag wie is master Ruby ik ga morgen wie is kan je nog een tijd wie is kan je nog een tijd wie is kan je nog een tijd wie is kom eens gaan nog een beetje verder of zit nog zo'n beetje grondwerk wat ons moet doen dat ik is oké the thing is Jesus Christ already reigns you know that in my thinking I thought that when we were raptured with as us die die keer van God weggevat gaan worden, nee, uh, um, dan gaan die antichrist reign. En Jesus sê vir my, nou, ek reign nog alle pad. Ek kan nog in my troon afgegeen, ek reign van, ek gesterwe af tot wanneer ons, ek, ek denk ek gaan ophou nie, maar tot aan die einde toe. Up to the end. I'm gonna reign, and I'm gonna sit, and I'm gonna be supreme, and I'm gonna be your ruler, and I'm gonna be your king, and your savior. You know, so so the thing is, God reigns, man, and we need to know that He's in control. Don't think that what has happened, that God has lost control. No, God just did this. He showed this to me in the spirit. He just did this. Just allowed some things to get his church to come. I, I, I suck a glorious church, man. I suck a, I, I, I church what's my transition here for now to the church that I could us. I will, I will, you said, I will come in America, it's tap. Yeah, Thomas did it. Thomas did it. That's a deeper thing of God. That's the deep things of God. And you know, when God is going to come, He's going to come for the glorious church. He's not going to come for the church of Laodicea, the lukewarm church. He's going to come for the glorious church. You know, the thing is, as God is going to come, then we have to do the master job. We have to do the master job. We have to do the master job. But he's going to come. And we're going to see him. And he's going to be able to see him. And he's going to be able to see him. Ephesians 2, verse 7. I don't know, I can't do all the work of the work. But let me give you, let you, let me give you what God gave me. He said that we are alive with Jesus. We are resurrected with Jesus. We are seated with Jesus. No, Dad, listen to this, what the Lord said to me. He said, Satan will alone rule. Jesus will alone rule. And he will be by a week. Hij geeft voor ons ook die troon om te roel. Satan wil alleen roel. Hij wil alleen God wissen. En voor allemaal baas speel. Jesus sê, kom sit hier saam met my, my kind. Hier op die troon. Kom sit hier by me. Kom sit hier by me. Let me show you the deeper things. Let me show you the deeper things of God. You see, so Jesus, Jesus wants to share the throne with us. But Satan wants to rule all on his own. Isn't that true? He will not do it, man. Punt om in the name of Jesus. Come, we gaan go to vier toe. Continuous victory. Jesus Christ exercises his authority through his believing people and making them continuous and giving them continuous victory and making continuous victory possible for us. Nee, nee, die een feit was die met Satan wen en dan, dat zijn nou een middel gekry nie. The attacks is continuous. It doesn't stop. 
And the victory that we have in Christ, it should be continuous. It should be every day a fight. Lord, I, today I'm picking a fight with Satan today. Today I'm going into his camp, Lord, to disturb his atmosphere. To bring confusion into his camp. Because we, we, there's continuous victory in Christ. Psalm 110, 1 to say, Christ's victory manifesting through us. Amen. You know, the Bible says that Jesus, uh, he dragged Satan behind him in Sheol. And everybody could see it. In the, remember, we can't see the spiritual realm. We can't see it. But Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus dragged him. And the people could see how Satan, how Jesus walked with the key and he slipped after you understand? Because there was a, there was a, there was a fight. There was a fight for the kingdom of God. Amen. There was a fight for this victory that we have in Christ. Yes. Jesus didn't just die. He went to go get the keys of life and death. Yes. So he has the keys of your, of life. And he has the keys of death. Amen. Christ sends us to exercise this authority. That's why he says go. He didn't say come. He said go to the uttermost. Go to the people that is sick. Don't be afraid. Go. I've revealed this thing to you. I'm reigning. I'm in control. I have everything in order. Don't you worry about the secret things. You focus on the revealed things. Let's go. To the next, okay. So we, we are reading we are reading Luke 17, 22, and 29. Then he said to his disciples, The time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, There he is, or here he is. Do not go running after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But the first, but first ye must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Then 26 says, Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. Doesn't he give us a clue there? He's giving us a clue there that just as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. But let's read further. People were eating and drinking, marrying and being given to marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. And then he gives us 28 as well. He says, it was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. So here now God is busy revealing things to us. You know, he has given it to us in the world. He said to us, it will be like in the days of Noah. He said to us, it will be like in the days of Lot. Now let's go, let's go, to, let's go to the days of Noah. There's no biggie clean. 
Okay, let's read. Let's read. When human beings be, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful, and they were married, and and they married any them any of them they chose. Eh? Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. The days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old men of renown. Men of renown. So, so what the Bible is saying that the sons of God, the, 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 the angels, they came down to earth and they had fellowship with women. You know, and then they create, created this heroes of old. You know, the, uh, the Greek and Latin mythology, they speak about Zeus. Yeah. Isn't it true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't the Bible depict that? They speak about these, these Greek gods, which, which the Bible confirms that it is correct. What the Latin and the Greek is saying. Because the, the, these people were, were men and women of renown. They were powerful because they were human with Spirit. They had, they had fellowship with spirit. So, so they created these giants and stuff. Okay, let's go on. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of human race had became on the earth. And that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil. All in time, the Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth. And his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race. I will create human race. I have created and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground. For I regret that I have made them. But Noah find favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah did. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become for all the people on the earth had corrupted their ways. So now God is saying to us what is happening in the times of Noah. Let's look at the times of Lot. Okay, come and tell you a story. I think it's going to be a long read again. Come and tell you a story. Now, now Lot was in, was, was, was in Sodom and Gomorrah. Ne? Lot was in Sodom and Gomorrah. And then the two angels came because God sent the two angels to Lot. And then Lot housed the two angels and said, listen, here, come and have a eat with me. And, and have a eat with me. And, and then the people in the area saw what Lot did. But the Bible says it was men, boys, and men that wants to sexually abuse these angels. And, and Lot went to them and said, no, man, don't do this wicked thing. Don't do this wicked thing. So, so what is God trying to tell us? There will come a time where men and boys, aren't we seeing homosexuality being ever more increased? 
in this times that we are now, they're becoming more bold. They're becoming more confident. There will come a time when they will want to come and abuse you and sodomize you. That's where the word Sodom and Gomorrah comes from. Sodom. Sodomacy. Yeah. Is that the right word? Sodomacy. So it was wicked. Homosexuality reigned. And then God, and then the angel said, close the door. Okay? And then the angel said, I will bring judgment on this. He told Noah and his wife and your children, go. Go. Go out of this town. Because it's going to be dangerous. The, the angel struck the people with blind sight so they couldn't see at the time. You understand? But the, the great wickedness in that time, it was homosexuality. Why would men and boys want to come and have sex with an angel or to, to rape an angel? How wicked should you, how wicked is this world going to become? So God is telling us that in the word. But let's go to the next slide. The relationships that, that were unnatural with the occult. Don't we see that Illuminati and we see all these various unnatural relationships with the occultic realm? Can we relate with that? Can we say that the Bible is true? And the Bible is predicting correctly? Then it says universal corruption of thoughts. People's minds have been messed up. Has been manipulated. Their minds has been turned against the church. Has been turned against children of the church. It was wicked in this time. The earth was filled with violence. Aren't we seeing deaths? You know, deaths every day. And, and I'm not talking about people dying now that we, that we know why they die. But naturally, there's an there's a ever-increasing violence in this time. So, so, so do you think that we are living in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot? Because the Bible says that the Son of Man, it, when the coming of the Son of Man will be like the days of Noah and the days of Lot. Widespread sexual corruption and perversion and homosexuality. We're seeing it. You know, we, we are becoming accustomed to it. God said to me, Kurt, you are becoming accustomed to it. You're no longer fighting it in the spirit. You're no longer cutting these things down, breaking their altars. You know, we as the, we as the church of God, we're the only reason why the Antichrist cannot operate the way he wants to operate. Because the Bible says that we restrain. We restrain the Antichrist. We restrain his works. But my fifth point, what I want to make is, God creates an escape. In this time, Facing your future. Facing the difficulties. Because the Bible says, this is the birth pains. This is the, the cramp of the frown skryf for hulle. Die eerste bieke krampe. Kreeg jy maar so bieke. En dan, voor die baba kom, dan gaan jy moes. Ek weet nie hoe nie. Maar, hy, 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 hy kramp, hy kramp, hy kramp. Hy kramp. But the, but the Bible says, it's the beginning. It's, is the, is the beginning of birth pains. So the vrouwens can relate with me. So what, what now happens in the world, that is my cramp is. 
And when we look at the future, we must have our eyes focused on God. And not on what's going on all around us and, and, and this one. And we, we're going to be confused. We're going to be confused. But we must know that God will create an escape for the children that he loves, that loves him. He, did, he created escape for Noah. He created an escape for Lot. He will create an escape for you. He will create an escape for you. He will create an escape for you. He will create an escape. The fact that we are standing here today is because of the created escape. Slipping out of the hands. The enemy wanted it. Jesus. But, but the thing is, God creates an escape for you. He creates, he, there will always be, he will send either angel or he will maybe come himself. That would be very nice. But he will create an escape. So we don't need to worry about the future. If you believe in the Lord, there will be an escape for you. If you believe in Jesus, he will, he will create for you to slip out. Don't worry. Focus on Jesus. You know, wait for him. Wait for him. Wait on Jesus. You know, he reigns and reign with him. You know, and reign with him. So God will create an escape for us. He will create a, a ramp, a platform. As the enemy comes, it's going to happen. And I believe it. Because the Bible says, and the book that I believe to be the source of truth is the Bible. It is the Bible. So family, don't worry. If you believe in God and you love God, He will create an escape for you. He will create an escape for you.